This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Recipe for Press. If your company wants to engage today's influencers and inspire them to write about you, then you need Recipe for Press. Athens based communication advisor and author Amy Fleury helps entrepreneurs across the country demystify the process of pitching their story and creating a buzz. Her book, Recipe for Press, is the DIY PR guide to being your own publicist, and it's truly empowered me and so many other local companies to get their customer base by sharing their stories. Listeners today get a 20% discount with the code COZY when they order Amy's book or any of her products in Recipe for Press store found on www.amyflurry.com. Again, that's a 20% discount with the code COZY when you order Amy's book or any of her products in Recipe for Press store found on www.amyflurry.com. Welcome to the Cozy Bear Farms Podcast. This is your weekly bonus episode where we're going to be doing a tool review. Now, if you follow me on Instagram at Cozy Bear Market Garden, um, every Monday or Tuesday, I'll leave up a poll where you guys can pick whichever thing you want me to talk about on any of these bonus episodes. So this week, you guys pick the Jab Planter. Good option. So if you don't know what a jab planter is, it's basically a long metal tube with this like cone spike thing at the bottom of it that you would stick into the ground. And after you stick it into the ground, you would then load a transplant at the top. It'll go down the metal tube. And when you pull the handle, the spike or stake, whatever the thingamabob is called, will then spread the dirt apart drop the transplant into it, and when you pull the jabber out of the ground, it will then in turn make the dirt fill back in that little jabby thing that you just did. I don't know why I can't talk this morning. Jabby thing, we're just gonna make up a lot of words. But that's basically the plant jabber. Uh, One thing I do suggest if you are gonna use a plant jabber is I've seen people make this mistake where they open the handle, the transplant shoots down, and then they let go of the handle and then the uh, metal spike tube thing will or cone thing will then close on the transplant and destroy that clamp that transplant once you open that handle and that chute goes down into the hole pull the whole thing out so that the dirt can just fill back in and do not close the cone until it's fully away from that transplant so that's basically a jab planter you can buy tra- uh, jab planters from almost anywhere. You can get them from Amazon or from Walmart or Johnny C's or there's a couple of companies. I'll leave links in the bios. But it's a really cool and handy tool to have. Um, let's talk about the drawbacks first like I always do. Uh, there are a couple of drawbacks with the jab planter. 
One is you have to have soft soil. It's not going to work if you have very clay-like soil. So you are going to need to do either a raised bed kind of bed. Like you can't really do this with flat beds unless you have really soft soil. So you gonna have to kind of build up those raised bed kind of rows and you are going to need a lot of soft soil so if you're somebody who does not mind using a tiller i would use a tiller but if you're somebody that really doesn't want to use a tiller then you're going to be building up your beds with a lot of compost just to make it worth it the jab thing does not really do well in clay-like soil so if you're trying to jab it into the ground Unless that soil is really soft, it's not really going to work. Um, you would still need to go back and pat down the dirt around your plants. So I always say this whenever I have to deal with volunteers and we're transplanting. I always tell them when you put the plant in the ground, you need to tuck it into the, into the ground like you're tucking your kid in at night. Even if you don't have a kid, you tuck your kid in at night. You need to pack that soil down so that it is strong around the transplant. I've seen a lot of people just drop the plant in there, throw some dirt back over and walk away. When they come back, that transplant might be gone or the transplant didn't really root well into the soil because it didn't really take. Whole lot of problems. So you need to go back and pack that soil back in. Um, I would not use this if you're farming on like a fourth of an acre or even half of an acre, unless you're planting a lot of fruit type vegetables. That's the only reason I would get this if I was you. If you are just a small scale grower or a backyard grower, I would just go out and get a drill auger because it'll do the same exact thing. But if you're somebody that has a lot of acres and you're gonna be planting like maybe over a hundred squash plants at a time, this is the tool for you because the reasons why you should buy this is because it does save your back when you are using like a drill auger you are having to bend down and sometimes you get them lower back pains but if you have a crew with you one person can use the jab planter and then one person can come back and just pat down the soil really quick and this will help you uh in the long run with time efficiency because if you are somebody who does have a lot of acres and you're planting like a hundred squash plants at a time. You really don't want to be out there with your little shovel just digging and planting and covering. You would like to just jam it in the ground, drop something in there, pull it back up, and just keep going and going and going and going. Uh, and this also does help get those plants deep down into the ground. So I would buy this for that reason. But again, if you are somebody that's grown on like less than half an acre, I wouldn't really suggest buying this thing. But if you are thinking about getting this thing and you're like, hey man, I'm still gonna get it, then the crops that I would suggest to use this with, I would not use this with uh, little transplants like kale or cabbages or broccoli. I would use this for your bigger fruit-like crops where you can put them in bigger pots and they can grow a lot bigger so the base can be stronger when it slides down that tube. So the crops that I suggest, cozy crop suggestions, are yellow summer squash, zucchinis, any type of tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, plum tomatoes, paste tomatoes, beefsteak tomatoes, any tomatoes, eggplants, any and all types of eggplants, Asians, Italians, whatever, peppers, any type of peppers, bell, sweet, hot, whatever, okra, and bush beans. Those are the crops that I suggest 
to use if you are planning on using a jab planter. Now, don't get me wrong. I would not buy this for my farm, but if you are somebody that's planting a lot of squash or tomatoes at a time, and if you do have soft soil, so say that you're using a BCS to make hill mound type of row beds, I would use this thing because the soil is already soft. It already has something soft to deep into the ground with, to dip into the ground too. But if you're like me, I don't really have those, uh, I don't really have those type of row kind of beds. My beds are really flat and I do use the tiller or the compost method a lot. So that really wouldn't work for me. The auger works better for me. The drill auger, that's just me though. But you guys take it upon yourself to figure out what is best for you. But I, again, I will leave links in the bio where you can buy jab planters. They're not that expensive as you would think. Or you can just figure out how you want to yourself. Or some people, if they're really creative, they make their own kind of jab planter. But that's a whole nother podcast for another day. Thank you guys for listening. Hit that like and subscribe button. Cozy Bear is out.